there's this little girl in Link's swim class. Okay. She is just a little shithead. I really don't <laughs> like her. I really don't like her mom. So in swimming, like for the most part, you're... I think we've talked about swimming before, like even in lessons, it's very much a independent sport. Like even when you're in a group of people, it's still very much, you're not, you're not, it's not like baseball where you're cooperating with them. You're swimming to swim on your own. You're learning to swim on your own. Yeah. You're not helping other people. So we're all just there together. And for the most part, like most of the kids in my class are pretty good. There's, there's really no one that stands out good or bad, except for this one little girl. And she's just the worst now now, now <laughs> like attitude wise or <laughs> abilities she's a little well, both but i don't care about her abilities because that's that's whatever every kid learns at their own pace but i have a problem with bratty kids who you look at the parent and you go like oh well that's why they're bratty like you're a brat and you're in your 30s 40s whatever yeah so she's like i don't know I think I've asked, and she's told me she's 18 months, but I kind of don't believe her because she seems a little bit older than that. But I would say she's younger than two, older than 18 months, somewhere in there. And she's a brat already? Oh, my God. She is just... So she has older siblings because I know everything about this family, even though I don't care. Like, don't talk to me. (laughs) I don't like you. You are... A mom, I could just go my whole life without speaking to you. And she just loves to like, we're going to Disney World. And oh my God, I, I can't think of the little girl's name. We'll, we'll just call her Susie. Susie has two older siblings. And oh my God, she gives them so much attitude and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know if I'd be bragging about that. Like, she's not cute. Like some kids are kind of like outspoken and it's cute. Yeah. She's outspoken and bratty. Like she's just not a good kid. Anyway. So the mom is very, like, what you would picture from maybe, like, The Sopranos. And I I don't know if she's Italian. I have no idea. But, like, that type of, like, Jersey Italian type of person. Okay. (laughs) She's not a bad-looking person. I wouldn't say she's a good-looking person. Like, she's got nice features. She's whatever. So today the dad came. Yeah. And I, like, when this dad walked in, because there's not a lot, mostly moms. It's mostly moms because it's during the week, during the day. Let's be real. Usually the dad is at work. And this dad walks in, and I'm like, oh, like, never seen him before. I'm not, and they're like, oh, just, I had never seen him before. We come the same time every day. It's the same people every day. And then I see who he's holding, and he's holding this brat. I'm like, you got to be. So he's, like, a super young good-looking dude that, like, I would never in a million years peg this lady with. And I'm like, it it just, I don't know, it took me back a little bit. I'm like, how did you land him? Also, why are your kids so shitty? (laughs) Uh... So which one one of those things were you... Which one of those were you more upset about? That this girl landed that guy or that the kids were shitty? It wasn't that I was upset. I was just shocked. Like when he walked in and I saw him with the girl and her hair was a little different, like the little, the baby, her hair was different than normal. So I didn't quite like put it together right away. Cause I just, it's not that I didn't recognize her. I just, I don't know when you see someone out of their element, sometimes you don't recognize them. Right. Yeah. And then the mom walks up like fully clothed. Cause the dad's doing the lesson that day. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's her husband. Like, 
I don't know what I pictured, but I pictured like Tony Soprano as her husband. <laughs> so seeing like I'm trying to, he looked like a surfer guy. Like he looked like young, blonde, really fit, very well groomed surfer dude who looked like he was 23, by the way. And this lady looks about 50. So like, oh, I mean, good for her. But also, how the hell did that happen? I just, like, I would just love to go, like, how did you guys meet? I would really like to know how you guys met. Because this seems, you guys really seem like an odd couple. Well, maybe she has lots of money. Isn't that how it happens on TV? She looks like she would have a lot of money. She looks like she's right in with the Sopranos. Anyway, that's my story for the day. Threw me off this morning. Link was not on his best behavior at swimming lessons, and we have a makeup class tomorrow, and I have an echocardiogram tomorrow, and then I have another doctor's appointment on Friday, and I just, I'm just done with doctors and swimming (laughs) and all of these things I need to do. Well, don't worry. You're pregnant, so I'm sure there's no more doctors you'll ever have to see, and with another kid on the way, I'm sure you'll never have to deal with swimming again, so you're good. Not only that, but like all the appointments, the first like two months with the baby, I don't, I don't know if it's the same in the states because yeah, you guys sure like is. your healthcare isn't free, so hey, maybe well, they hey, push the appointments. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's be let's be a little honest here. Whenever my kids were born, all my healthcare was free because I was in the military. That's true, so. but you're you're not the norm. That's true. I'm super awesome. In case you didn't know, this is apparently called a parenting podcast. And Chelsea is tired. I'm tired. But I'm hyped to be here because I get to have my my hour a week with Chelsea in which we get to talk and hang out and and uh, bitch about parenting stuff. And today I've got a doozy. Uh, I didn't know if you were. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired, John. I don't know. I just, I got nothing. I, my response is maybe a little slower than normal. Maybe we better, if you're listening to this at one times, maybe you should like put it a little quicker today. Uh, I, I could always <laughs> render it at like one and a quarter speed so that everyone's just forced to listen to it faster. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I've, I've almost done that once here. Um, okay. So first of all, like there is a slight chance my phone could ring on a call I have to take. I just don't see it happening, but it could happen. So if I have to pause this, that's why. And it deals with, what I've been extremely upset about the last couple of days. Mm. So much so that last night I, I laid down at like 1130. And now I'm, I know I'm getting up at 6 a.m. to get the kids and everything ready for school. I laid in bed from 630 to about 1215, just laying there, like not being able to sleep because of like what, because, because of a conversation I might have to have. So all I know is this this relates to homework. Yes. And when you told me that you're very you're this upset, <clears throat> all I could think about was just calm down. It's probably nothing. Well, but see that's this is the thing. And and I, <laughs> I think your tune will change because like we've had like Amy and I both have the same thought. And we've actually had this kind of um our our, our upsetness somewhat validated since since this first came up. So here's here's basically how everything goes down. So Camille always comes home from school. I tell her to start working on her homework, right? She'll get a snack, start working on her homework till she's done or dinner time or whatever. Uh, she's in fifth grade this year, so her homework is a little bit longer. She's got multiple 
you know, classes that she's bringing home homework from. She's also in the Gifted and Talented Academy, which is, I know I've mentioned on here before, but it's basically, they take all the kids that qualify for this program, for whatever school they would have gone to, they send them to like this one wing of this other fifth and sixth grade school. So this whole wing is just Gifted and Talented kids. Now, going into this, you know the class is going to be a little bit more difficult. You know they're going to be pushed a little bit harder. You know, maybe they're going to have a little bit more homework. But there's also a number of benefits that go into it. Like, she's getting to take an anatomy class that she thinks is really cool. She might get to dissect an eyeball or something. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. Cow's eye. Yeah, cow's eye. I remember that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like that's like bio 20 or 30 here. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's the thing is, like, they get to do all these other stuff, right? <clears throat> uh, I guess there were some other one she wanted to do instead but it got filled up and whatever that's all right the boy that she likes nick is in her anatomy class so we're all good there um so she comes home this has been two days ago now so like monday night or something like that and she's upstairs doing her homework for a while i hear her kind of dance around and go up and check on her she's like i'm just taking a little break and she's been up there for a while i'm like that's fine you know take a break Go to dinner, comes down, I'm like, all right, let's go, you know, go back and finish your homework. So she goes back up there and she's working on her homework and she calls me up there. And now when it comes to math, I get the call for, <clears throat> for that one, right? Like if she's got a math question, she calls for daddy. So I go up there and I take a look at it and she hands me this worksheet and she's like, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, okay, I've heard this before, right? Like she, I don't want to say she gives up or easy, but I think she gets frustrated easy maybe easier than some other kids. And normally I have to kind of like talk to her, kind of re-explain it to her some. We usually have a little bit of a bicker because schools these days, I don't know how it is in Canada, like schools here are being forced to teach things a certain way and it's bullshit. Like the way they're being forced to do things, the way they're being forced to like handle disciplinary stuff in some of the schools, it's just bullshit. All right. So I'm looking at it, whatever else. And it's this, it's this worksheet, it's 27 questions long, and it's looking for the least common multiple. I don't want to bore everyone to death with like going into all this math stuff, but effectively it's the, it's the <coughs> smallest number that you can multiply, that it fall, the smallest number that, that both of these numbers can go into, right? So if you have a four and a three, 12 is the smallest number that they can both make, right? And so she shows me this video. So apparently starting, Two years ago, they started this in the school where the teacher makes these little videos and they watch the videos for their lesson at home. Now, I'm not a huge fan of this, but it's not the worst thing in the world. And as long as it teaches them what they need to know and whatever, that's fine. So she Well, said, and if they're going to be doing that homework anyway, that's kind of a nice little tool to have. Like, here's some added help for that worksheet you're working on at home. <clears throat> yes, except... Here's the problem. So she shows me this video and the example in the video was three and four. And so what they want you to do is what's called skip counting where you go. So for three, you go, you know, zero, three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18, 21, blah, 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 blah. Right. So you make a list of that. Good job. John. It, it, it took me some thinking there for a second. Right. And I they, saw like the wheels turning for that one for you. Yeah. And then you make another <laughs> skip count number line that's for the four, which is, you know, four, eight, 12, 16, 20, blah, 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 blah. Right. So you go a few out and then you look and see what the first number that matches in both those lines. And that's your, that's your least common multiple. That's not a hard concept, right? No, that seems, that seems like a good way to start teaching them that. Yes. Now 
looking at our first problem, a helper out. Turns out it's one of those ones where you had to multiply the two numbers together. Like, like that's the lowest way to do it is to multiply these two numbers together, help her out. Start looking at the next one. And we start going and she's making this line and it's going and it's going and it's going and it's going. And 42 skip counts later, they match up. 42. She had to add 14 to a number 42 times. Now, this was frustrating for her. Because it's easy, say it's easy, it's, it's not unreasonable for someone to like one of those times mess up by one number and throw everything off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not allowed to use a calculator for it, which is when I was helping her later, I literally sat there, I was like, I'm going to help you write this number line. And I just kept hitting, you know, equals, equals, equals and mm-hmm. writing down the numbers as I went. Um, but 42 times. The next one was like 36 times. The next one was 68 times. So I'm seeing this. She's frustrated. It's getting damn near bedtime at this point or where she needs to at least stop and take her shower and, you know, whatever right before bed. And I go down and talk to Amy. And I've come down and talked to Amy a few times during this whole process. And I'm like, what do you want to do? Like, I'm, I, I want her to stop. It's too late. She needs her sleep. What are your thoughts? She's like, yeah, have her stop. It's like, all right, I'll email the teacher. So I emailed the teacher and I'm the kind of person who um, I, I've, I've seen enough and I've experienced enough that I know how easily it is for someone to take something the wrong way or feel attacked or whatever else. So I'm very careful when I approach someone saying something. Like if, if I'm like super pissed off, yeah, that's probably out the window, right? But like if I, you know, take a deep breath, write this email. So I write this whole email out about, first of all, I'll be like, look, was this actually the homework, right? Uh, if it wasn't the press, the email's void. And then I go in and I'm like, okay, so if this was the homework, what's the deal? Like, why are they having to do it this many times? Why are they having to do it? Why are they having all these, like, like, why are you using numbers that are making, like, I think that the concept is there. I think it's a good way to say, like, here's how we do it. Here's the first step to learning this process. But not if you have to go 68 numbers long. Like, don't pick those numbers then if it's going to have this this line of 68 numbers that you have to count out. Yes. So, I email her this. And then she emails me back and she says that... Oh, no. She, 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 and, and they are required to. Now, keep in mind, my, my wife works for the same school district. So, she knows all the required rules for... If a student's, you know, parents emails a teacher, the teacher has to respond within 24 hours. Uh, if it's going to be more than a certain number of sentences, they have to request a conference instead. All these things, right? So she emails me back, says she understands that she's going to work with all the students that day, uh, that it's difficult to find um, the perfect work to give them. And that, and here's the line that really set my wife off. She's like, many of our students are a math club and need to be challenged. So she sends this and I'm like, okay, many of these kids need to be challenged. Right? So I, I, at this point, I'm just like, okay, let's, let's be nice. It's like, look, thank you for responding so quickly. Right. But you're not addressing like, the problem and i and i and it, this a couple of emails went back and forth but through the through these emails i'm like i'm like you can't just give homework to kids that are in the math club and then give it to everyone because these kids are extra good at math and need a challenge i was like also that's not a challenge 
that's an annoyance, Mm -hmm. right? Like any kid can add 14 to a number. That's not a challenge. This is an annoyance. This is, this is frustrating people. And so I'm like going through and I'm, I'm, and, and, you know, I'm still being pretty civil on the, on the second one. Like, look, I understand maybe you didn't come up with this worksheet. Maybe you're not in charge of assigning this worksheet. Tell me who is, I will argue this with them. I don't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. Right. And she writes me back. I don't remember exactly what she said, but I'm like, you're not addressing the problem. And I, at this point I'm just getting pissed. Like I, my day, and I, I know I messaged you a few times yesterday, but like my day was wrecked. Like I sat on the couch and just watch Mad Men because I just did not want to do anything else. I was so pissed, right? And I'm also the kind of person, like, I have a number of frustrations in my life always going on, but I kind of, like, put them in a little jar most of the time. Um, but then, like, something like this will, like, pop the jar open. So now it's, like, this flood of frustrations, like, that are all being triggered by this, like, one major thing. And so I I, I email her back this the last one. I'm like, this is crap. Right. Like this is insane. Um, you know, this, this isn't a challenge. This, this is frustrating, blah, 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 whatever. Right. So I go off of this and she has not responded by this point. Now this was a day ago now, like the 24 hours has lapsed. So she has not done what she's supposed to do. Uh, we also spoke to my daughter's friend. The, I, I know I've told you about her. She's the one that's like from France and her mom's from Spain. She's like super yeah. smart, <clears throat> super de- like the smartest most school dedicated kid you ever met in your life. Apparently she had to like miss out on her dance class and was up like way past bedroom or bedroom way past bedtime working on the same worksheet. So it's not like just me. Right. So at this point I have called the school. I've left a message for the woman in charge of the the GT Academy and I'm waiting to hear back, but I'm furious. And, oh, so, okay. I think being as upset as you are is is i think you need to calm down i think and i know the best thing to say to someone who's furious is calm down and that always helps (laughs) um i think that you're you're taking the appropriate steps for sure but i don't think does camille see how upset you are about uh, by all this i so I do a better job of trying to keep certain conversations away from the kids than Amy does. Cause Amy was also extremely upset. So I think Camille, I think Camille understands that we don't agree with the way that homework was and that we are trying to take steps to prevent this in the future. I'm not, I don't know if I'm real. I don't, I, I think I'd almost rather her know that we have her back, but not, know as much as she knows because i don't want her to think in the future i don't like this homework my daddy will take care of it so and that's that's kind of where i was going with this is like i think it's it's a it's a little bit of a dance you have to do like it's a dance where you have your kids need to know you're on their side but also they need to know like at the end of the day if counting 68 times is what you're told to do that like ultimately that's that's how it goes yeah like, and that's something my kids, I, sorry, I'm trying to put slippers on and bending over is really tough. <laughs> Why is that? Okay. Whew, got him. you like out of breath from putting slippers on. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so what, so I actually had to look it up because I'm like, I, I, I understand the concept, but I can't remember like the quick form of finding uh, the least common multiple or whatever, yeah. what was common denominator or whatever it is. Those are two different things, but both important. 
Oh, okay, you're right. I'm looking up. Math is hard. I'm gonna have to like really refresh. I used to love math. Yeah, and and I, I agree. Like when you're away from it for so long. Yeah, like it's when difficult. was the last time I needed to do math? God. Yeah. But, cell but, phones are for. But also, like they've like, and like I said, I don't know how it is in Canada, but in the states, or maybe it might be state by state. So maybe it's specifically Texas or just this area or whatever. But like the way they're teaching a lot of this stuff is just, in my opinion, wrong. Right, and I'm so, a heavy math person. I think I I think I've heard that, and I don't remember if I've heard that from people I know in the states or from people like I have a lot of teacher friends. Yeah. Uh, but have heard that whether it's Canada or not. I have heard it. So one thing my dad always did with me was he'd show me like, okay, this is, this is how they're teaching you in school. This is like the long form. Cause you have to show your work, right? Like at sure. the end of the day in school, you have to show your work. But my dad would always show me like the tricks, I guess, to a, for me to know, like there is an easier way to do this. You still have to do it the long way at school, but like, just so you know, here is how you find the least common multiple here's like the equation for it. If nothing else to check your work, like at the end of the day, if you want to know if it's right, here's how you know, because yeah. you do this simple equation and then you can check to see if your work is right. So like that might be somewhere to start, like show Camille another way of doing it, even though I know that, and I don't know, maybe parents will disagree with this, but I found that was always helpful for me. It also made, it kind of built my confidence too when I was doing certain things in school. So I, I tried to look this up because, I mean, honestly, like least common multiple is not something that you'll use a lot going forward. Like I understand why they need to know, but it's not something you're really going to use a whole, whole lot. Isn't um, it really important with fractions though? Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's about, yeah, well, whatever. But yes, yes, you're right. But And she loves to bake. Fractions are important in baking, just so you know. I, I know. Um, but, but, but like if your fraction is one half and you need to use, you're making like three times the size, you just use the one half cup three times. It's so no, much easier. Don't, that is actually really poor baking habits right there because it's really easy to over or under the proper amount. Okay. Well, when she opens her own bakery, what she wants to do one she day. She might. Um, but the, so she better serve gluten-free. God. Oh, she will because because of because oh. of her aunt, she will and okay. you and you. Uh, so I, I looked it up too. I looked up the equation, the best way to find least common multiple, right? And it's not that difficult, but I don't think that they're ready to learn that way first. Like you have to break down individual numbers and then pick out some things and then add them together or multiply them. Or but something I think like that, right. So what I've learned as a parent and from watching other parents and from my own experiences is I feel like that's a poor... You're about to hear a loud noise. Hold on. Never mind. He didn't knock. Good. Sorry. Continue. I think that's a... It's... I don't ever like that. I don't feel my kid is old enough or I don't feel my kid is at the level of this. I think that it's still good to go like, let me show you. This may be above your head, but let me show you the way to do it properly. Because and, and your teacher sucks. I, well, yes. <laughs> maybe, but... maybe leave that part out. <laughs> Trying to, well, and like hurt. So, okay. So a couple things with, with this as well. Like I, I, I did look up that, I did look up that equation and I looked at it. I'm like, okay, like they're not, I, I honestly believe that they're not quite ready to go through these steps to do this, right? Skip counting is possibly the best way to go right now. Right. And then shortly in the future, maybe 
go this other method. Now, and I, I told the teacher this, I was like, look, if it was one of these problems that had them count 20, 30 times, times, yeah, yeah I, then I'd be like, okay, like you have now shown them that sometimes it goes this far. Yeah. But the rest of them need to be like 10 or less. Right. Yeah, I agree. And, and like, she never, she never addressed that at all. Here's the other thing is she is, I think I said that, but she, she's not a new teacher. She's not new to the school, but she's new to the, the GT Academy. Like she just moved in from like the regular kids to the GT kids. And I don't know. I don't know what that kind of transition that is. Uh, I've heard really good things about the other math teacher and a friend of mine, his daughter has the other math teacher. And so I, I messaged him yesterday and I was like, Hey, like how often do you look at her schoolwork? And he's like, well, you know, not, not that often. Like usually my wife does it. And I'm like, okay, but it, the last few days, like has she had to like work on her homework really, really late or anything? He's like, no, she's like, she almost never has to do homework at home. She always, you know, it's always pretty short and she gets it down the bus. And I'm like, okay, like there's no way that no matter what your level could be, you could do that on the bus. Yeah, exactly. So at this point, and I haven't had this hundred percent verified yet. I'm, I, I am, I, I believe the other teacher is not assigning this. Right. Right. So <laughs> I don't know. And these videos, like the videos that she's watching, it's her, it's her teacher made these videos and I'm assuming the other <laughs> teacher makes videos as well. Right. Right. But this is her teacher, right? You can hear her voice. She says her name, all that stuff. So now I'm at the point is like, okay, well, is one teacher assigning stuff that the other one isn't? Like, I mean, that's common. So like they, they follow, a, you know, the curriculum or whatever, but they, they still have different methods of providing that schooling to your children like no no two teachers are going to teach the same sure i i guess the the, the part that i'm dreading or and i don't know how it's going to play out like i said i i called this morning and left a message for this lady and i have not heard back yet which is a little bothersome i almost to me. want the call to come through while we're on the show so it's we like, can like put it take speaker. parts from it uh <laughs> no no if they called during the show i would be like look i'm calling you back in like an hour um but it's, it's, it's that situation where like, I'm not out there like gunning for this teacher. I'm not trying to get some teacher fired. I, I'm not trying to, to get her in some massive amounts of trouble or anything like that. I just want her to fix her shit. Right. Like, mm -hmm. like if, if, if I had emailed her the first time and I was like, Hey, look, this, there's something wrong here. And I was very, very polite. Right. And I, and multiple times I acknowledged that this might not be her fault. Right. Like I understand this might not be your doing. Um, but if she had been like, oh, I, I didn't realize that this had this far of things, right? Um, I, I would have been like, okay, you're an idiot, do your job. But I mean, not in those words, but, and, and she'd be like, okay, I'll take care of this or I'm going to pay more attention or whatever, right? Like I will rectify the situation in the future. Or if she said anything that was just like, I understand the concern and I'm going to, you know, actually take this into consideration. But like every email I got, I felt like it was just her trying to appease me and hope I'd go away. To be fair, I think that it's probably messaging from higher ups because I've worked in places where you're dealing with people and like you have to be careful on what you say to parents 
A, you don't want to you don't want to provide them with like false promises. Like maybe there's maybe that's the curriculum and maybe that's what she's provided. Like and I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but like maybe she literally needs to like go to a higher up to go like, hey, I had this complaint about this worksheet that was provided to me by the school that I was told to give the kids. Now, before I say, yeah, there's an issue with this we need to like address this as a group. Like maybe it's, it's higher than her well, and she can't really say and, and she has to stay very neutral perhaps. And, and if she said, Hey, I will bring this up with the team. Then yeah. that would be another thing too. But, but the answer she gave me and, and the part that makes me mad, like, yes, I'm upset that homework was assigned to begin with. Right. Because there's plenty of frustrations for a 10 year old girl without having to like <laughs> sprinkle extra stuff on there just for the sake of whatever. But like, it, the part that first me, she's like, oh, well, some of these kids are a math club and they need to be challenged. And it's just well, like. Well, and again, maybe you, sometimes you say stuff and you, you don't, you've even said, like, sometimes you say something in an email, you don't mean it to come off the way it does. It sounds like the emails were going back, back and forth a little bit late. Like, oh, for me, no, that one, I'll respond. That one came like midday, like during her break so time. I've, re I've responded to people like from my cell phone, like to a client. And then later I look back and go, you know what? That kind of that kind of came off wrong because I'm responding from my phone on the go, glancing at it. I think it's fine. And again, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Of here. course. I think that I think you are handling it correctly. It's it's an it's fortunate and unfortunate that you your your wife's a teacher at the school and therefore you know like the rules on which this teacher should be, uh, I guess, following guidelines she should be following as far as like the email process and, and that much. Like not all parents would know that. Like not all parents would be expecting a response within this amount of time. Oh, of course. Well, and it, there was a, there was a point where Amy was trying was talking to a few people, and I, I guess she was talking to like the the coach at her school whose daughter just got done with this program. And like the, the Camille's last two math teachers just happened to be in that same room. And they were like, this is even they were saying this is crazy. Um, so like that gives validation. And then obviously this other girl that was up to whenever and then finding out that someone else didn't seem to have this same thing. Um, I don't know. I, I've got a I, I'm going to call him back soon. Get on recording. Because I'm not happy that I haven't heard back after leaving a message. And mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm open to the possibility that she's just been extremely busy today. I get that. But I'm also, just because I'm the person who also like tries to, to look from the other person's side, but also sees the sinister <laughs> side of people, right? It, 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 she, didn't, she didn't respond back to my email. Like my final emails when I was like, no, this is insane. Like this is not challenged. This is absurd. And like, when I started getting like real to the point of, of how I felt about certain things. Um, I, she didn't respond to that and I, and I don't know if it's, she's hoping to go away or that she's worried she's going to say something or whatever else. But at this point, if that email got sent up to this lady that I called and that's why she's not calling me back, like this is what's going through my mind is like, oh, she's not calling me back because she saw this email and whatever else. And I'll be honest, right? Like th there's a lot of parents that call schools and are upset, like the one of Ryan's friends who obviously has had behavior problems and stuff like that in the past had a meeting at the school and tried to blame the teacher. And I know his teacher and I know how amazing his teacher was, but mm -hmm. it was his parents were in denial at that point. Well, and for all you know, though, this teacher has put the email to the higher ups and said like, Hey, 
I think this is now beyond me. And she's been told not to respond to you because they'll take care of it. Because I've been in situations like that where, you know, I've I've sent an email to my boss and said, how do you want me to deal with this? Like, this kind of seems like it's maybe beyond my 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 pay grade <laughs> well, it, and then they go don't respond we'll respond and the next scene is you're getting a call from that person going why hasn't anyone gotten back to me and you're like uh i know i don't want to pass the blame but like my boss told me not to call you and the fact that she didn't call you makes me look like an asshole so and and i agree that's a possibility and i mean honestly what she should have done right is she should have emailed me back and just said let's set a time for a conference Right, like, yes, or you need to have a conference with this person, so and so, yeah, right. That's and, and if she had done that, it'd been like, cool, thanks, right? So, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm sure there are certain things I'm somewhat overreacting with, right? But at the same time, like, all she had to do was communicate things better, and it would have been always frustrating a deal. when people it, don't communicate well, and it. it Take something that maybe was nothing and makes it so much more frustrating when you're like, if we could just talk about this. And, you know, I, I try not to. Okay, so I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I am highly above average, right? Like I, I know that. <laughs> and and I, I, I say this. and I, So I say this because of, of, I guess, the point I'm about to make, right? I don't talk about that normally. I don't mention that normally because I, I've been, I have been in the military with the smartest people in the military and I know like I was still on the bottom rung, but these are also the smartest people in the military, right? Because of the job that I did while I was in there. And I also know that there's crazy ass parents out there and there's parents that want their kid to be treated better just because I don't know. I don't want to start I don't want to start pointing out like super certain groups of people or, or anything, but like I've seen it, right? My mm -hmm. wife had to deal with it. Uh, and I understand that when a parent emails you, maybe that's the first thing that comes to mind. But like I made sure that I wrote these in, in not dumbass ways. Like I'm not, I don't have the vocabulary my wife does, but I made sure to write this in not dumbass ways. And I have no problem going in there. And then, and if the, the, the second that anyone at all questions my math abilities, I'm going to start listing off my resume to them, right? Like this, this is the point where I'm at. And, and it, it could be one of those things where like, there's no way in hell that would ever happen. But like, this is what I'm stirring about at night when I'm laying there thinking about these conversations. Like this is worst case. So this is how it's going to happen. And this is what I'm going to have to do. And the next thing you know, I'm getting arrested and thrown out of a school for like dropping F-bombs on the principal, you know? So if, we, if we'd ever do a show again, it's because I had this meeting and it did not go well. It's funny how you make stuff up in your head. Like I've had similar situations very recently with a particular client where they send me an email and my, my response is like, like in my head is like, you know what? Screw you then. But you know, you can't <laughs> do that. So then you got to like, okay, well, blah, 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 blah. Here's my nice way of saying that can't be done. And then, like, that night, you're, like, you don't hear back from them. And in your head, you're, like, making up the response that they're already, like, coming at you with. Oh, yeah. And, like, and you're fighting with them in your head, like, oh, she's going to say this, and then I'm going to say this. And then and then they come back, and it's, like, this super sweet response. Like, oh, no problem. And you're, like, oh, yeah, damn right. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I, I, think, I think I have definitely over-talked my portion of... 
I know. actually think that I would like to lead into. I, I to be honest, I think skip the breaks. I oh yeah. On this. Um, a short topic then on this topic. I want to talk about um, how you feel about homework in general. I okay. Do you, do you have a, a specific question or just you know what just, I, I want to hear? I have spoken, spoken, spoke, speaked. I have talked a lot. I have speakened. <laughs> I have speakened a lot. Um, okay, so real quick before before I want you to answer this first, but the, I we always want to hear from people on this topic. So anyone out there thinks I'm crazy, you know, hit me up. Right? Well, obviously, same my Twitter at the end. There's one person specifically that I want to hear from. Right? I, I want to hear from Brian Craig. I'm pretty sure he still listens to the show. If you do, Ryan, I want to know your thoughts on this. Uh, feel free to drive to my house. You're only like an hour away from me and, and, and just show up my doorstep and tell me. Uh, but he, he is a math teacher. I, I believe it's at a, a college or a junior college. I don't know if I've ever gotten the full answer on where, but he also has at least one kid who's in school. So I think he will have insight on this that I don't have from this, this level, right? So Ryan, I would absolutely love to hear from you on this. Chelsea. Okay, you go first so that I can, you know, stop talking. So I've seen like a lot of conversations and like my kid's not in school yet. So I, I obviously I haven't had to deal with homework as a parent, but I've had to deal with it as a student. And my understanding from parent groups and from talking to other parents is homework has gotten quite excessive now. Okay. Like whereas I, when we were in school, it was more about like if you didn't finish the work in class you took it home. Like there wasn't a lot of stuff that was like specifically for home work. It was, you didn't finish the worksheet in class. You didn't finish your, you have a report to do that's done. Like you need to have this report done by the end of the month. This is when it's due. So if you can do it during class, if you can do it at home, lunch, whenever it's up to you when you do it, now, but it's now, not specifically, here's a worksheet that's done at home. Okay, so so you're you're more referring to the day-to-day -day work and not like projects that when you get yeah. higher up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm talking like elementary, junior high maybe. Okay. Where And then like high school's, uh, well, I actually, I feel like in high school too, it was the same thing. It was, here's, here's your work. If you finish it in class, great. You, there's nothing more for you. If you don't finish it, well, it's due tomorrow. So do it at home. And then, yes, there's always the essays, the projects, the, the long-term stuff that needed to be done over a couple weeks, a month, whatever, or the whole semester, the whole year that was due at the end of the year that you worked on generally at home. Yeah. But I don't remember there being stuff I brought home after school specifically to be done at home with my parents. So... Like the worksheet that Camille was doing yeah. that has got you all upset. That was specifically homework for home. In fact, so specifically for home, there's actually videos of the teacher helping them with this work that's to be done after class. If, if that's what you want to call that video, then sure. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it, it, and here's the thing is like the other part of this video, and I, I want to say they have a video every day or something like that. And like the other part and what made me wonder if this worksheet was a homework at all, it's like, hey do this journal entry and it was like you make an m and at the top of above the m you have the two numbers and going down like the right and left leg of the m is your little jump skip num jump skip number line and it was like i don't know it's it's hard to explain but like it, it it was something very easy something very quick something you probably do in about 10 minutes right right and then apparently also this insane uh worksheet um 
I, so when I was in high school, I want to say that most of my classes, the teacher would not normally teach for the entire class. We had 55 minute, 59 minute classes, something yeah. like that. I don't remember. It was about an hour. Yeah, same with us. Um, and they would not teach for the whole hour. So they would come in, we'd do whatever the first little thing is, they teach the lesson, and then they'd give us our work. And if, uh, it, it was stuff that was like, here's your homework, but also you have half the class to work on it if yes, you want. That, and, and that's what I mean. And so I, um, when I was taking, I think it was geometry in, in 10th grade, right? I think it was geometry. Uh, I loved that class. It was just something that was easy for me. It came very easy to me. Uh, and so I would get the homework. I would knock it out in about 10 minutes. I'd put my headphones on, which we were allowed to do at the time. And I'd put my head down and, and like damn near pass out for the rest of the class. Right. right. Um, I had some other classes where, you know, like the our English classes like that, where I had to do more writing. Right. And so that was a bit yeah. longer. Um, but in elementary, we were given homework. I mean, it's a lot more of, if I remember correctly, and it's been quite a few years, um, you learn the lesson, you get some schoolwork to do for it, and then here's your homework that you take home. And I like that, not, I mean, I'm sure I didn't at the time, but as a parent now, I like that if it's reasonable, right? Um, I, I think kids should be able to come home and play and get some energy out and relax. But I think they also, especially as they go up in the grades, I think they need to realize that there's times when they're going to have stuff they have to do after school that like there's going to be times where, where they have to study, which is something that, you know, elementary kids don't know how to study, but that's where like spelling homework comes in. Right. So I do remember that. Like I, and you know, you'd have tests in school and there would be math tests and science tests and whatever spelling tests. And you'd go home and it wouldn't so much be homework. It would be, here's things to practice like in, in, in a, in a very lower form of studying, here's things to practice because you're going to have a quiz tomorrow on spelling. So yeah. here's things you can go home and practice with your parents. But it wasn't like this mandatory thing where you have to bring the worksheet back that was marked and part of your, your grade and part of your, or part of the curriculum. Like, and I remember, and, and maybe I'm remembering incorrectly, but I do not remember having very much homework other than like, Hey, we have a presentation and you have to make a diorama and you'd go home and you'd get a shoebox and have all this fun doing artsy crafty things. But like, I don't remember bringing worksheets home and like, maybe I should ask my mom, although I feel like my dad would have helped me more so with my homework. But here's where I worry. Okay. So like, I'm, I'm kind of in this stressed out state right now. And yeah. I always get this way end of September, all of October because my business gets really busy. And I literally just cannot find time. Like I finally got to laundry just in time for another load to be piled up and almost like two loads now. And so I can't like, I can't even find the time to do laundry. So I'm worried about September, October school year starts. So that's a great time for my business to be busy. Yeah. <laughs> and my kids come home and like my Sean and I hope that, our kids will be active and you know, there'll be swimming lessons and hockey and soccer and whatever else. And so chances are if we have three kids, there's probably going to be some kind of activity every day after school between the kids. And when they're young enough, they're going to have to come with. So if Lincoln has hockey, his sister and other sibling 
are going to have to come along because they will not be old enough to stay home alone. Well, so I guess, yes, I can bring the homework for them and they can yeah. do it while they can play hockey and that's a thing. But like, I just don't know how parents fit all this shit in. <laughs> well, and, and that's one of those things where you have to take that into account, right? Um, you know, okay, okay, you want them to do all these things, but do they need to be doing something every single day of the week? And But and, I'm not saying they're going to do something every day, but if Lincoln well, has hockey on Mondays and this one has whatever, and I'm going to go with the most girly thing because that's exactly how I'm envisioning her. She has ballet on Tuesdays, and then the other kid has soccer on Wednesdays, and then all three of them have swimming lessons on Thursdays. They're only doing one activity each. But they all fall on different days because that's just how life goes. Well, and, and, and like, honestly, that's the point where you have to look at and be like, okay, like school has to come first as much as it sucks to have to give up anything else. So you have to figure out, okay, I can't have one of them doing something different every single day if there's not extra support for it. I mean, but they're in school all day, every day. Like this is where I go, especially elementary. And this is, I have, I really have a problem with homework in elementary school. I think that kids from ages six to 11, six to 12, whatever elementary is, you do not have the attention span to sit for eight hours all day learning. You're learning... How much are you actually absorbing when you when oh, you're sitting there? And I mean, they get recess and lunch, and I mean, a lot of their classes are artsy and fun and whatever. You know, we had we had music class and art class and gym. You know, there's there's activities that are less, um, I guess, intellectual. Sure. But at the end of the day, my kids were in school for I don't know what's a, a school day six hours seven hours. Uh, so here it's like we'll say eight to three. So yeah, about the same. So six, seven hours, seven hours. Yeah. And what they get an hour of breaks with recess and lunches, give or take S- something. But so they're sitting down for six hours all day long and then they come home. I want my kids to be physical. I want them to have physical activities. I don't want them to be in school all day. And I, don't get me wrong. Our kids being academically challenged is more important than anything. But I feel like from six to 10 or 11 or 12, whatever elementary school is, they should be able to get that in school and come home and be kids. Whether being kids means coming home and playing video games or playing hockey because they've, you know, that's how our family will be. Because kids go to bed. What time do your kids go to bed? Uh, 8.30-ish. Okay. So then you got to get dinner in there. What time do they start bedtime? 7.30? 7, 7.30? Uh, I mean, so, I mean. For showers and stuff? Yeah. Uh, so sometime between 7 and 8, they will take their showers. And okay. then, like, you know, for Ryan, a lot of times I'll get him to take one t- closer to seven. And then he comes down, and that's when he and I play video games together for a okay. little while. And then he has, like, his Some reading downtime. time with whatever, with, with his mom. So but, they're in school till three. They get home, call it three thirty four. There's dinner in there somewhere, usually between five and six for the average family, I would say. So you have, like, an hour, hour and a half after school for either homework or activities and I kind of hope it's activities or playtime or like whatever. Well, and then you, you have dinner and you get ready for bed and then maybe you have some downtime before bed, but like you're still probably doing reading before bed, maybe homework before bed. I don't know. It just seems like a lot for a six, seven, eight year old. It's, it's, it's tough for Camille because she doesn't get home from school till like four fifteen. Yeah. That's, 
Be- yeah, because these schools are starting later in certain grades. <laughs> and I understand they have to space them apart for buses and stuff like that, right? Um, but she doesn't get home until 4.15. I have no problem, especially in fifth grade, her having 30 minutes to an hour's worth of homework certain, some days, right? I would like it to be shorter other days, but like, I, don't, I don't have a problem with, with that. Two or three hours of the homework? No, that that's a problem if it's not like a that's special college. occasion. That's like to, I mean, okay. When I was in high school, okay, high school, college. There, there were definitely times when I would come home from school. If I didn't have work, I would come over school and I would start working on something. Now, granted, these were papers and projects and whatever, like bigger things. Yes. But there were bigger things that I was spending four or five hours a day for multiple days doing right. And I mean, and I get that like teaching, I'm all for at the end, like, and we've talked about this with clothes at the end of the day, we're teaching our kids that this is life. This is, this is you wear nice things to school or you have a dress code at school because one day you're going to have a job and there's going to be a dress code there. And like, this is where I side with you is let kids be kids. Like, guess what? In high school and college, life sucks. You come home and you have homework and you probably have a part-time job. And like, somehow you still managed to go party on weekends. I don't, I literally don't know how I did that, but I did, you know, you go to work. Dedication to your craft. That's what it was. I know, right? It's like, okay, as long as I get to bed before five o'clock, I can make it to my eight 30 shift. No problem. Now I would just die for like the whole month. I would need to recover for like three weeks from that. Yeah. Well, but, and I see what you're saying. And, and like when, Ryan will come home and okay. So, because Amy teaches at the school that Ryan goes to, he is stuck up there in the school for longer than the other kids are. Like the other kids come outside just after three o'clock and either wait for the car rider line, wait for their right. parents to drive up or go get on the bus, whatever. Ryan goes into Amy's classroom and he's got a couple other kids that sometimes go in there, but he knocks out most of his homework while he's in there. Like he'll sit okay. in there and he'll do his homework. And and sorry, what time does Amy leave the school? 3.30, Oh, okay. To, yeah. So he's in there for maybe half an hour. Uh, well, like I said, with other kids, it used to be him and Camille that were in there together. Um, so, so he, like, he has that time. Um, but I don't have a problem with him having spelling homework every day because I know how much spelling sucks in my gene pool. (laughs) Right. Like I suck at spelling to this day. I failed all kinds of spelling tests back in the day. You never saw me in a spelling bee. Right. But I also am okay with like vocabulary word stuff, but like a worksheet with maybe 10 or so questions that he's got to put a little thought into, right? Like I'm okay with, with half an hour, 30 minutes, you know, 20, 30 minutes of him having to sit down and do something extra. If they can work that into the school day, I get that. But I I don't have a problem with this, like with him bringing home. 20 or 30 minutes, even honestly, I feel 30 for me is pushing it in elementary school, but I feel like 15, 20 minutes of practice from something they did in class like you said spelling for example and and also i feel like that keeps the parents involved sure um which is always good i'm always for that um i think that that is very acceptable and i i guess at fifth and sixth grade you're starting to prepare them for if they're not already in junior middle junior higher middle school whatever your area calls it yeah or both whatever um I get that that's kind of preparing them for like the next stage of schooling. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think like 
I think 20 minutes for me of homework after school, with the exception of, hey, mom, I have this big project that's due at the end of the month. I sure. need to be, I need to work on it. And, and to me, that teaches them t a little bit of time management, too. Like, okay, it's not due until the end of September, but, like, we're going to have to put this amount of time into it every single night to make sure we get it done. Like, I like that as well. I, I think you said something I that's... Gets I, excessive. I, I think you said something that's important in that it needs to... It, it needs to be them practicing something specific that they've learned. Yes. Right? Like, it... It should never be, here's homework for homework's sake, right? Or here's something we didn't learn yet. Take it home and we're going to discuss it in class tomorrow, which I what, think does happen. And, and in in high school, I'm sure this happened where it's like, go home. High school's different. Yeah, but you'd have that time where it's like, go home, read chapter three, answer the yeah. questions at the back. And by the way, least I favorite homework did. ever. Yeah, no, I never did. Well, given I smoked most of my high school away and the fact that I ended up with like 60s. C's get degrees, John. C's get degrees. I, I uh, the, the worst I ever did with any kind of homework or project or anything like that was I, I got stuck into the higher level classes going into my sophomore year of high school. Like mm. like the the top level of classes because I did really well in this one history class because I just, I loved the class. The teacher was awesome. I blew this class away. So they took me in all these upper level classes. The, I, I, I basically barely survived through sophomore year. Through junior year, I was in my English class and we had a book report due. It was like three days before the report was due. I had read the first four pages of the book and I was sleeping on my desk in class. And, and that was the point when my teacher's like, uh, do you need to go talk to the counselor about maybe moving into a different class? And I just like gathered my books and walked out of the classroom and never to return to that one again. And I got to go to class where I watched movies and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, but like, I think it's important to make sure that kids are like practicing what they learned and not just doing it once and then expecting to do a test on it later. Right. So ha if it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like kids need to practice this. So here is homework because they can't fit it all into the school day, which I don't know why that would or would not be. I'm just for the example, I know they need extra practice for this thing. Shut up, Bo. Um, then take it home and, and here's this worksheet. Here's this thing you need to do. Like, I don't have a problem with that. If it's like, if it's beneficial, like it needs to be beneficial and not just be so that they have something to do. Right. So what you just said is exactly where I was trying to find my words on what I don't agree with. I don't agree with curriculum should be built around the hours that they are in school. Therefore the excuse for homework should never be. And, and you said it and, 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 I know you're probably going to be like, well, I don't necessarily mean that, but this does happen. It's there's not enough time in school. The classes are too big. There's one teacher for 30 kids, blah, blah, blah. All these sure. excuses on why us as parents have to do the extra, have to carry the extra load for our kids. And don't get me wrong. I, they're your kids. You should be teaching them things like you should you should want your kids to learn more than what they're learning in school. But I don't think the expectation on me as a parent should be that there wasn't enough time in class and therefore here's an hour, half hour's worth of stuff we didn't get to that you have to teach them tonight or they have to work on and learn tonight. And, and, and I get that. Uh, I mean, honestly, you know, you're in Canada, I'm in the U.S. and our education system just needs to be <laughs> um I, I 
I fully believe, and I don't think anyone out there would disagree, although they might disagree with like how to do it. Like I, the education system needs to be fixed. It's not great. And I, so I was thinking about this whenever I was, um, having all this shit go through my mind and being all pissed off and whatever at the teacher and whatever else. Right. I was thinking about this with how certain things are, how certain programs are being run. And it feels to me the same way as like, like with me, I work with mechanical components and an engineer decides like how this thing should be fixed. Well, engineers work with, um, uh, uh, like ideas. They don't work with the actual thing. So they have this idea, oh, it should, it should happen like this, but they're not the ones down there actually seeing how it works. And this is not an insult to engineers. If, if any engineer happens to listen, but they, <laughs> they, they work with like a theory basically. Right. And it's, it's the, the, the people on the ground and the mechanics or whatever else that actually see it. And they're like, they'll know like, okay, this engineer had this great idea. Like, well, that's a great idea in theory. It just doesn't actually work out that way because of blah, blah, blah. Right. And I think that's what happens a lot with the school system is that, oh, here's this theory on, on never using negative when punishing a child who's acting out, which is something that's, it's a very loose description of how they do it at my, my wife's school now. But like, this is great theory, but the reality doesn't work that way and it doesn't work. Right. And so I don't know, like, I, I guess bottom line, if the homework is reasonable, if it, if it serves a solid purpose and it's not excessive, I'm okay with them having to do some after school. I, I'm okay with it, with it giving them that, that step towards understanding that, yes, that sometimes life sucks, right? And the, the sooner you recognize that and accept it, like, the, the sooner you'll be able to start, like, you know, moving in a good direction for yourself and not being as bitter and pissy like I am half the time. See, and my stand on it is, with the exception of maybe 15 or so minutes, like kids be kids, especially in elementary school. There should not be any reason to have excessive homework in elementary school. So, but like you said, excessive, right? And I agree. So, okay, we need to wrap this because my dog is, I, I'm, I'm worried about what he's mad about. And It's funny that you say your dog, but it's not your dog. Okay. It, between me, you, and the listener, it's mine. When we're inside the house, it's not mine. Like when I'm talking to my wife and the kids, oh, it's not my dog. Um, guys, um, hit hit me up and let me know. Do you agree more with Chelsea or do you agree more with me? And it, it, I, 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 I don't necessarily disagree with Chelsea, right? So this isn't one of those things like should you recline your your um, you know seat on an airplane where we have a solid agreement or disagreement, but like. What, what are your thoughts like on homework in the younger years also, and especially you, Ryan Craig, who is hopefully, hopefully listening. Let me know if I'm crazy with all this, this thing with my daughter and her homework and the math and whatever else. Um, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter to tell me these things at Johnny underscore casino. It's J O N N Y underscore casino. Uh, you can hit her up on Twitter. I mean, maybe not in her DMS cause she doesn't know how to make them open or care to. Uh, but she is Chelsea Capri 23, Chelsea with Chris Capri like Sean 23. Uh, Chelsea, this episode has been a little bit, um, I don't want to say heated, but like it's been something that's been bothering me, right? So I have a, I have a question from Yahoo Answers just to kind of end this on for people to ponder. And it is from, from Anonymous, right? They give us a little crazy looking guy. It says, what should you do if your teenage daughter said in public, mom? Why is dad staring at that girl and points her finger directly at him? Bye, guys. <laughs>